Hey, what you're about to hear is an interview I did with my Uncle Joe, uh, Joseph Hutnick. He is Joey's dad, um, who I also did an interview with, and the husband of Virginia Hutnick, who I also did an interview with. This was the very first interview that I did, and I think it went really well. Um, he, he is a guy who I think understands himself very well, so it was easy to talk to him about some of his about his morality. Uh, I respect I respect this man a lot. I've had some nice one-on-one time with him before, but this was the first time I really sat down in his capacity and talked. And I, you know, I really enjoyed it. I had a really nice time talking to him and uh I think there's some good some good info that can be gleaned from it. And uh I think he's just a great guy and he's great to talk to. So, enjoy. So I guess the first question I have, and it's a question for you, and it might be kind of a weird question to answer. I don't know. I haven't asked it to anybody yet. Who are you? I can give you the straight answer to one from, like, um, the jerk, Steve Martin, but that's another story. Um, yeah, we're looking for a movie, movie no, quote. <laughs> no, they asked somebody, he's like, who's Naven Johnson? Naven Johnson's very complex individual. No, yeah, okay, let me I, rephrase it then. Who's Joe Hutnick? Um, it's me. Um, I'm a unique individual, I like to say best. Um, I'm an honest guy. I'm a truthful guy. Um, that's it. I'm, I'm opinionated. Um, For sure. But I, I'm not hurtful with my opinions. I try to be honest with them, and yeah. if I hurt your feelings, I apologize. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's the whole thing. I, that's, I, it's, that's who I am. I'm a painter, husband, father, grandfather, and that's it. I volunteer. I belong to my local Lions Club, and that's who I am. You know what I mean? Um, I'm okay. unique, like yeah. every other individual. Yeah. Yeah, you're actually one of the people I, um, I was most looking forward to talking to because you really, you really are not like um, anyone else I've ever met. You are, you do have a, a brutal honesty about you that I have always really respected, um, and it's it's it is sharp sometimes. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, you know. And sometimes you bruise people, but you you know, I, I I'm I'm of the the camp that I would rather be honest. And take a risk of there being a little bit of damage than beating around the bush or lying or being passive or passive aggressive like some other people choose to be, you know. Um, Aunt Virginia said this to me today. I have no filter. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's not that it's an, it's just, it's who I am. Yeah. That's who I am. It's, I'm not, um, I'm up front. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, you know. No, no. So do you feel like that's a decision that you made at some point in your life to be like that, or do you think it was just kind of a natural progression of the way that your life went that kind of allowed for it? And kind of, I don't know. It might be kind of a hard question to answer, but do you ever like? Is it something that you've been self-aware of for like your whole life, or is it just something you've kind of realized by consequences of interactions? I'm um, I'm a live in the moment type guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the whole thing. I mean, I'm not, I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I like to make sure 
I, I'm big on safety first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, but I'm, I, I, I don't think sometimes, well, you know, I screw up. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I mean, not, not that I'm a screw up, but I mean, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you say things and, you know, it's, it. Sometimes yeah, you, it's, it's, you can pull your foot in your mouth from time oh, to time. Oh, yeah, usually yeah. I don't, the only time I open my mouth is when I'm changing feet. <laughs> um, I'm a jokester. Um, yeah. I, you know what it is, the problem, and I, and I, you could say, listen, I'm a Republican, but I'm also a liberal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always say this, the problem with our country and our citizens are we forgot how to laugh. Mm, yeah, that's you know that is a big thing that's going on right now, and I don't want to go too down too far down that rabbit hole, but there is a lot of humor being lost right now. People that you can make a joke about something, and the person's more concerned about the literal words that you used rather than your intent. That's why that's, I hate text messages. It, yeah, it's it's very difficult, and it's it's hard to communicate when people act that way, when they think that way, when they don't take communication is a very tricky thing. And you, I consider you a good communicator. Um, you're, you, you know, you're not to be repetitive, but you're you're a very direct person. You're very to the point. You wear your emotions on your sleeve um, a lot of the time, and um, my, you know, I think that my, my point is that all that all of those there's a lot of context when you're communicating face to face with somebody, and with all the technology and stuff, a lot of it strips away a lot of that context, like body language, eye contact, tone of voice, stuff like that, emails and texts. You don't get any of that. And what's I think what's kind of happening now is that people are stripping away some of that stuff, even in face-to-face contact nowadays, which is, is which can can be dangerous. So a personality like you kind of subverts all that. You know, you kind of like you, because you're so honest. I think that kind of cuts through some of that nonsense, you know? Well, you know what it is, too? I mean, you look at any time we, anytime we say stuff, you look in a dictionary, mm-hmm. there's seven, five, six, seven meanings, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or you can read into it. The, I, I think we just, I don't read into things too much Yeah. because it would just, like, drive me crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? I got enough problems handling what I, you know, yeah, yeah. what's in this little world here of Joe, mm-hmm. Joe world here, you know what I mean? And, yeah. But um, that's what that is, you know what I mean? I'm a painter. Yep. I've been painting all my life, as you well know. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you How did you start painting? And I'm sure we've t- discussed this before at some point. But well, what happened was I was in trade school. I um, uh-huh. went to Bullard Haven. So yep. It was like you know, it's a trade school at the time, and uh, it still is in Bridgeport. And they had paint shop, but I wanted to be a cook. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a cook or in a bakery department, and um, I didn't get along with the bakery instructor, and you know. Once again, 14 years old. I mean, maybe I was aggressive, you know, I mean, whatever. Um, I didn't get into the bake shop. I didn't get into the food trades because the instructor that was picking it didn't pick me, whatever, for whatever yeah. reason. You know what I mean? I have my reasons to think that, but why bother after mm-hmm. 40, you know, yeah. 45 years later or 40, you know, 43 years later. And I went, I went to the paint shop because my f- brother-in-law's friend was in paint shop mm-hmm. and he graduated before I even got to school there. And I figured, you know, why not? It'd be a pass. And I just threw that down as a third choice. And I, yeah. got, I got picked for it. And it's like, you know, I didn't think I was going to be a painter. And I got a new instructor that came in um, my junior year. And I got, I was noticed that I was pretty adroit at it. And he made it seem good. And, you know, you can make a good living at it. I mean, I'm not going to get rich. Mm. But I, you know, I did all right, you know. Yeah, there's always work. There's always, yeah, well, the whole thing is, you know what I mean? When you look... 
in the building trades, you know, no one calls a carpenter back unless something goes wrong or mm-hmm. they're putting an addition on. Right. Every, not everybody paints. You know, anybody could put paint on a wall, mm-hmm. but that was the whole thing. And I just figured, let me give it a shot. And at 18, when I was 17 years old, I went on a work study program through the school. You know, I was always, school was pretty easy for me, mm-hmm. and I had enough points to graduate already. I knew this. I just took off my whole last semester. And I went to work, and I picked out my choices. And um, I went to work for this one contractor. They were paint. They were in the painters' union. They were registered. And there was a strike. And you know, he says, "Well, he was going non-union." And you know, I did okay. He um, at the time, I think the minimum wage was like two fifty, and um, I was making four and a quarter, which was good money back then. Mm. But um, I wanted a pension, and he went non-union. This guy after the strike. And that was in June, July, and September, I went down the street, right down the street, there was another shop, they were a union shop, and um, I went to work for them, and worked there a couple of years, and I went to work for another company, and I got 16 years into the pension, you know, so, and I did, I got laid off, and I went on my own. I mean, I did good, I did, I worked a lot of hours, I um, did a lot of big projects, I ran a lot of projects, I mean, mm-hmm. that's all I basically did since I was like, um... Oh, geez, I started running work when I was 18 years old. When I was working for the nine, when I was working for the open shop. And so that's a perfect recipe to go out on your own and do your own thing if you're running things and making those kinds of decisions. And you, the irony is, when I got into the painters' union, I worked at this recycle. They were building a recycling plant, and you know, I was there for six months, seven months, eight months, mm-hmm. and um, they pulled me off and they sent me to um, a power plant, a United Illuminated power plant down mm-hmm. here in Bridgeport. And after three days, I realized, I said, I can paint steel. And I went into the shop the next morning, and I told the boss, I said, listen, I can paint steel. I want to learn. I'm on an apprenticeship program. This is my time. If that's all you got, I'll go back to the job today. But I said, this is my two weeks notice, because if you're not going to teach me how to paint, someone will. Yeah. And, you know, he was a little taken back. (laughs) And, um, I mean, the owner of the company, I mean, once again, I speak my mind. Yeah. And, um... The foreman on the job said, give the kid a chance. And I, it was funny because I remember the owner of the company said, where am I going to send him? He said, send him with, um, the gentleman's name was Ray Swanson. Mm-hmm. And he said, he's doing the president bank's office, you know, city, city bank in Bridgeport. And it's like, well, you find out right away if he's, if he's got it or yeah, not. Right. And, yeah. um, and I did. And the guy who really took me under his wing, his name was Nick Carano. And he, I remember him saying this. He said, everybody I teach... They quit. They go on their own. And I remembered it. You know, it's I. It's funny. Yeah, that's 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 a funny thing to say because it's like that. You know, I thought, I don't want I don't want to uh, derail you, but that's the interesting thing about kind of employing anyone is that they have to kind of ride that line between like being a really good worker but not having a whole lot of ambition. And if you like train them well enough and they get good enough what they do, you would you would expect them to move on to something. That, you know. Well, you know, I'm, I, I'm happy doing what I do. You know, I mean, I, 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 I if I was still a painter, I'd be dead. But you know, the, the funny thing is, and I remember this when I was in English in high school. It's called the dead moi of a story. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's something uh-huh. that begins at the beginning of the story that has direct correlation later on. Okay. You know, what I mean, it's something minor, but it's like it, it, it's that little plot scene. Okay. And um, and it's funny because. I look back on life. I mean, especially, I mean, I've got the advantage of being 57 years old. I can mm-hmm. look back. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that was a denouement for me in that aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like things that 
happen, and it's like, wow, yeah, I remember this. And, you know, it, it yeah. did it did affect me. And, you know, you know, well, whatever. I mean, it's I did good at it, and, you know, it's like I said, I've, I, I, I laugh and joke. We, I mean, if I was still in a painter's union... Mm-hmm. I'll forget it. I'd be, you know, the, the money they're making now and the pension. I mean, my pension, I'd be, I'd be banging the hell out of it. I'd be ready to retire. But mm-hmm. um, I, I also say too, I'd be dead. I mean, you know, you're traveling an hour each way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it was a lot of different things. You're dealing with a lot of different individuals. I mean, now with the way these laws are, you know, you say something and jest. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's like you know. It was something today I read in the paper, and it was you know, this whole thing with this all the sexual harassment going on, and everything like that, and um. Mary Bono, when she was in the House of Representatives, said mm-hmm. somebody on the Senate, I mean, the representative floor, the House floor said to her, I was thinking about you today. I was taking a shower. Now, that is something I would say if I'm, if it actually happened. Yeah, I was in the shower, you know, but there's a bill. And people take things out of context. Yeah, that quote and, out of context can sound very... That could ruin yeah. a guy's career. Oh, yeah, totally. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know... He was just, he was just said it, you know, telling you the set and setting of when he just happened to have that thought. Well, once again, though... I don't know what his thought is, yeah. but I mean, me, I would make that statement. And, you know, once again, I, I'm not here. I, I don't want to offend anybody or hurt somebody's yeah, feelings. Yeah. You know, it's funny. And this is the type of individual I am. And this might be, this might explain a lot. And I don't even know if you know this story, Jake. I was doing St. Francis Hospital mm-hmm. and make a long story short. Everybody's on top of everybody. It's one of these jobs. It's got to be, um, you know, it's the first phase of doing everything. And it got so crowded in the area. All the, so just to, so what you mean, all the trades. All the trades. The, the carpenters, time. the painters are yeah, there. Yeah. The laborers are in there. You know what I mean? They're freaking electricians. you got plumbers in there. And it's like, you really, it, it's it's difficult to move around, especially. Yeah. And um, the plumber comes in and he says something to me. And I says, you know, it's like the line in Blazing Saddles. And I use the N-word. And, and mm-hmm. it, they, we can't say it now. But, yeah. you know, we just don't want the Irish. And I use the N-word. You know, we don't mind yeah. the, um, yeah, yeah. referring to blacks and the Chinese mm-hmm. people. But we just don't want the Irish. Mm-hmm. And I turned, and there was a laborer next to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, no offense taken. He says, well, I do take offense to that. And this is in 92, 93. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. And I passed it off because, once again, no filter. I don't realize, you know, I, mean, I grew up in the East End of Bridgeport. Yeah. You know what I mean? We had mm-hmm. two colors. We had um, rich and poor. Yeah. That was it. And that's a tricky thing, too, because you were literally quoting something. Well, that's the whole thing. Yeah. But a day later or two, the foreman, his the, the laborer's foreman came mm-hmm. up to me and he said, my, my, for, my, my laborer wants to friggin', he's pissed at you. And I just like, why? You know what I mean? What's going on? And, and I needed something swept. That was the whole thing. And the laborers, they would take care of that. Yeah, yeah. He said, he doesn't even want to go near you. And I just says, and I said, why? And he said, well, you made that comment. And I went up to the guy and, you know, it was like coffee time. And I went up to the, the laborer and I just said, listen, I want to apologize to you. Mm-hmm. And I said, I mean this from the bottom of my heart because... I said, my parents didn't raise me like this. And I said, you know, I just was trying to be funny. Mm. It was an awful thing. And maybe I don't get it because I, I don't believe in that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're I, also not a, an African-American. Well, I'm not an African-American. Yeah. But, you know, it's just I was trying to be funny. I mean, you know, yeah. what we used to do in school, I mean, you know, the stuff, whatever. You know what I mean? It's a different just time. Just say something messed up to make the guys laugh. Right. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Mean it. Yeah. And he said, you know, and I, and I mean, I mean. I mean, my eyes are filling up. I, I really was overwhelmed. And, yeah. and I, you know, and I said to the guy, I'm sorry, he says, no problem. I said, well, if you'd like, I, I said in front of a bunch of guys, and I'd like to apologize to you in front of the guys. Yeah. And he looked at me, he says, there's no, I mean, and he's like, why would you do that? I said, because I made you feel bad in front of a bunch of people, and I feel I should apologize to you. 
mm-hmm. in front of the same people. He says, yeah. there's no need for that. And that tells you a little bit about me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I think you have told me that story. But, yeah, that does say a lot. Because, yeah, that's... Because you could have easily just said, well, I didn't say it to him or at him, and it, it wasn't even my words. I was quoting something, so if he, you know, screw Well, him, you know what it is? That's the whole thing. I mean, you're trying to be, well, yeah. You, you know easily I mean? could have gone that route, I'm saying, and you chose not to, and, and um, you know, in his eyes, maybe you oh, maybe overcompensated a little bit by offering to apologize in front of everybody. No, he was really cool with it. We were we, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, yeah, good um, friends. Yeah, you know that, what it is? It, it, it's, it's one of those things where you get you, you take a negative, you got to make it into a positive. Yeah, you know totally. I mean? And yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. And you know, I mean, you know, I mean, for the duration of job, we were friends. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, we, you know, some people might just get an attitude, and you know, it's well, whatever. It is what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just we have to we have to move on. I mean, we can't have um, can't have forty year hate. You know what I mean? You no, can't. Hate. You know, I mean, you know, it's <laughs> I, I I I laugh at you know. It, it just doesn't make sense. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, the it, why it, reparations, you know what I mean? Uh, I, 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 I love the great thing I say about history is we study it so it doesn't repeat itself. We try. We try. To, well, yeah. it doesn't repeat it with me. You know what I mean? It's like and you try not to let the... Yeah, as a personal mantra kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is what's the definition of idiocy? Doing the same thing over and over again and right, expecting right. different results. Right, so, yeah. But, um... Yeah. Um, I have two kids, as mm-hmm. you know. Jackie yep. is 36. Joey's Two of my favorite people. Yep. Jack- I think two of most people who know them, favorite people. Yeah, you know what I mean? It was pretty cool growing up Hotnik in his house, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. you know, and that's got to make you feel really good to, like, hear. I'm sure people have had many, many heart-to-heart moments with you about how great your kids are over the years, you know? People had a couple beers. They get all lovey. Like you know, you, your family's so great. You guys are great. You know, you're, you've raised awesome kids, and, stuff, and now they're raising awesome kids. Yeah, like that's. I mean, you have a, you have a legacy. Yeah, well, that's you know, it. Yeah, the you know I mean, legacy. It's it's. it's <laughs> Paul Hubert says, "Hutnick, it's not just a name; it's a way of life." You know what I mean, I, you know what? That's it, it. It totally is. I mean, yeah. Right, and and the thing too is like many. You know, more than once, I've brought people over here and been like, "Listen." The Hunnicks are a lot to take in, but once you get past the loudness and the, you know, just the the sensory overload that is kind of being around you guys sometimes, you're wonderful people and you're awesome and, you know, you'll give people the shirt off your back and take them in and, and all that and, like... What's the first thing you, whenever you brought someone new over, did you warn them, did you tell them about, did you talk to them about me? Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. That's your first line. Did, yeah. Yeah, did he warn you about me? Did yeah, you, yeah. You know, you, I mean, you know yeah. what you're in for right now. Well, that's the whole thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know what it is? You, you, you're welcome. That's the whole thing. You know what I mean? It's like you're, it's like in that song, you know, part of the, uh, from Oliver, part of the family. You know what I mean? That's the whole thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, we're not the type of people, you, you want to get? Don't you don't have to ask for a soda? Go down and get it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Not here to yeah. wait on you. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's weird when somebody. I know we said you know this is redundant in our personal conversation, but it, it's weird for somebody to knock on your door. Yeah, if somebody knocks on the door, you're like, who the hell is that? Like, who is that person at the door that we obviously don't know at all? Because anybody who even has even been here before and gotten to know you guys even a little bit knows that. You know, well, that's the whole thing. I mean, you know, it got to the point where you, the kids were hanging out here, when when and you know yourself, mm-hmm. people would come here and they would put lists, they would put what they want on the list on the food list. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I mean, to the point where actually, um, 
some of Jackie's friends would actually put their feminine products that they needed on the thing. You know, but I mean, <laughs> oh, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, I might as well yeah. have it here. You know what I mean? I, I got yeah. no problem with you that. You know? be around, uh, you know, might as well accommodate. Absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? They come in here, they just grab stuff. And they, I, I love saying this. When the Wilkin Fair was down here at um, Frisbee, mm-hmm. Virginia came home. One of the kids, that's when they used to have the park, they used to park cars over here at Carl, the school right over here. Mm-hmm. Virginia comes in the house. One of Joey's friends came over here to take a shower. He said, well, I was sweating and everything like that. I went to take a shower. But and the, the funny thing is, he lived between the fairgrounds and our house. But, well, the bus drops off here, so it's easier for me. <laughs> and that, But that's it. I mean, that was, you yeah, know. Yeah, there's definitely, you guys definitely have cultivated um, definitely like a, uh, just like an atmosphere. Yeah, 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 I guess, yeah. yeah. You know, it's so funny, too, because I, I, I run into kids now, kids, adults, you know what I mean? They're in their 30s. Joey, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a hi, Mr. Hardick, how you doing? You know, I'm a friend of Joe's. And it's yeah. like, I really don't, I've been to your house. Well, yeah, you and about 500 other kids. Yeah, you know right, I mean? right, It's right. like, I don't freaking know. Yeah, and it's cool, too, because, you know, you guys, I, I've never felt anything but just love and acceptance and, like, positivity here. And, you know, I know as a human being, as a married couple, as a father, you guys all grow through shit that other people go through. You deal with conflicts and problems and friction and rocky situations and stuff, but it never affects overall the the the, the spirit you guys have cultivated here. And that's 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 I think that's impressive, you know. Oh, it's thank it's, you. it's been unchanging for well, my entire life. I it's a lot you know what it is, I got to tell you and like I I haven't mentioned Virginia yet, or I mentioned her in passing real quick. We just two two people, you know. She grew up here in Waterbury. Grew up in Waterbury. I grew up in Bridgeport. I mean, you know, fate put us together. Yeah. And um, I don't know two better people to be together. I mean, you know, it's stupid yeah. things like, I mean, you know, I forget to put the toilet seat down. She forgets to. Yeah. <clears throat> these are our arguments. Mm-hmm. And we laugh and joke. There's a lot of different things and adages, but our family credo is basically um, when we argue, it's like, okay. Are we going to get divorced over this? But let's not let yeah. it ruin the weekend. That's and, great. You know what I mean? That's and that, great. I mean, we could do that sometimes. We're like, you, if you could, like, in coach set on chairs, if you could sing home on the range with somebody, you can't be angry with them. And it, it's, I mean, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a, it's been my privilege to grow older with her. You yeah. know what I mean? I met yeah. Virginia. I was 17. You know what I mean? You were talking earlier about somebody having a baby at 18. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 23, I was done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Virginia, yeah. 24, she was done. Was yeah. she 24? Yeah, she's a, she's a year older than me. So she was done at 23 and 24. We were done. And it's like we grew up, you know, we grew wiser together. We've done yeah, a lot of things for together. Sure. For sure. Um, we, like I said, we have five grandsons, all boys. Five? Yeah. What's Talk about that a little bit because that's that's a pretty unique situation to be a grandfather to five boys. Um, At least these days it's a unique situation. Well, yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Um <laughs> Stephen's Stephen's nine. Jonathan will be ten next. I mean, eight next month. Matthew is four last month. Mm-hmm. Nicholas will be two tomorrow. Yep. And those are Jackie's kids. And Joey's son Cameron is mm-hmm. going to be two in March, the twenty seventh of March. Um, it's an amazing thing. It's what's great about it is you know you, you still have a part. To me, what's great is. When Jackie, like yesterday, can you watch, you know, I knew about it, can you watch the kids? Mm-hmm. 
And I got I don't have the patience I used to have. I mean, yeah. the God God lets us have children when we're young because as we get older, we just don't have the patience. Yeah. And there's just certain things that you just, well, it happens. But for them to actually have me watch the kids, it's basically me, to them saying to me that I did it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah and totally. I used to always say this to the kids. The most important person you have to face every day is yourself in the mirror. I'm sure, sure you've, yeah. you've heard me say that to yeah. you. And I, I'm passing that on, that, I don't know, that, that sage wisdom, I guess, and um, things change, and you, yeah. you do things differently, and um, you just don't want it, once again, like history, you don't want it to repeat itself, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, it's, and I remember saying this to Jackie, I've never been a, you know, 13 or 12-year-old girl, Yeah. but I've been a 12-year-old boy, and I know what's right or what's wrong, you know what I mean? Right, right. And if, once again, we do stuff wrong because it's fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's nice to yeah. live off the edge. Sure. I mean, you know, it's it's like every woman when they meet the man of their dreams, mm-hmm. or anybody when you meet the person of your dreams, there's something a childlike quality, or yeah. you know, something about that. But then again, like Virginia says to me, you act like a kid too many times. But then again, you know what I mean? That's what you like. I mean, you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it comes and goes. It's um, but the five grandkids, it's it's amazing to spend time with them, um, and they do little things. You know what I mean? It's just it's pretty cool. Like yesterday, not to be crude, but mm-hmm. I had Nicholas and Matthew over here yesterday. And um, Matthew, you know, is a little bit of a off the beaten path. Um, mm-hmm. He has um, a form of autism. We don't know how deep it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, once we, you know, my attitude is worst case scenario, I'll take him out to Vegas. He can count cards for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah, he's a, a very, 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 very smart kid. He is very he is. smart. I mean, all the kids just are smart. a sponge of information and is so proud of himself for learning. Well, is... I don't know if you're getting him mixed up with Jonathan. Jonathan oh, has Asperger's. Yeah, okay, I, I, okay. But that's another thing. Am, yeah. But um, the point I was making is yesterday. I just know you can't. Matthew will be climbing on the counters. He'll be going into the cabinets, yeah, yeah. getting candy, whatever mm-hmm. have you. And um, I'd use the bathroom. So you know, I mean, keep the door door jar. And of course, Nicholas walks in, and he's now Nicholas going to be like I said, two tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And he sees me using the toilet, and the next thing I know is he comes walk walks out of the room, walks out of the bathroom, comes walking in with his potty chair. <laughs> it's like I'm going to go potty, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it was pretty like cool. Grandpa, that was, yeah. you know, you get those little moments, you, like so I said. Do you find do you find that um, I, I, this might be a dumb question, but I have no experience to draw upon to answer it for myself. But do you do you find that they kind of um, are receptive to you imparting some of your wisdom onto them? Yeah, I got to tell you, this is I you know um, <laughs> yeah because I remember Stephen. I, I have a wagon. We used to mm-hmm. take they used to take the kids in the, in the wagon. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of those little boarded with the boards on the side yeah, yeah. of it, like wagons hoe, and we'd go down the hill. And now this is a kid two years old, and it's like the Stephen. When you fall, go forward two or three years old, it's called inertia. Yep. The inertia just keeps going. The, yeah, the yeah. inertia of the, the weight. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? and he realizes it. You yeah. know what I mean? And he, he used that word inertia. It was, yeah. like, it was cool. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, like you said earlier, he's um, he, he picks up little things. And it's like, you know, it's the rule, number one rule when the grandkids are here is there's no crying at grandpa's house. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean? You get hurt, you cry, I understand. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, I don't want to hear any whining. You know, cut, yeah, cut whining, it out. Yeah, cut cry, out. yeah, crying crying because you're, as you know, as like sort of a, like a pain outlet is one thing. But crying to get attention or crying out of like, yeah, I, that, I think it's a... Like you. 
I remember why do you oh, you yeah. were a whiner and I said I why do you freaking whine? Somebody, somebody and you said to I'm me, wait, don't don't like, this is this is that's not a slam on you, but I got to get this in. Yeah, sure. And I remember you. I remember saying this to you. Why do you whine like this? You know, just to get your way. And he says, well, it works sometimes. And I said, you yeah. know something. It'll never work for me again now. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, you know, I, I don't spilled the beans, man. I mean, I, you were like, I let you behind the curtain. Well, you know what it is? I don't forget. I was a eight-year-old boy at yeah, one time. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh my God! Some of the things that... Well, that's another story. We won't even get into that. And beat you up, but um, like I said, <laughs> and each one of these kids are just such an individual. And you know, I remember my father had said this years ago. And uh, obviously, you never met my dad. My dad died when I was, um, well, I was twenty-three, right after Joey was like a um, May, wow. right after Joey was born. And um, I remember him saying this about my nephew when he was born. He says, you know, that's a part of me. That's, you know, he's here because of me. Mm. And, you know, part partly. And, I, you know, it's like each one of these kids are a part of me. Like, I yeah. I mean, looks-wise, Matthew, I think, looks like me. I mean, yeah, Jonathan, yeah. emotionally, I he's just like me. Like, I tell him, I said, you ain't going to pull a lot of your crap over me because I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Steven, Steven's brilliant. Like I said, he's another smart kid. Jonathan is, like, off the wall. Matthew, he's great. You know what I mean? Um, Nicholas is just developing. I mean, you know, they do little stupid things, and it's, like, it is so unique. And Cameron, I mean, every time I walk in the room, it's just Joey's son. It just brightens, you know, it just, like, lights up. He's just a little ball of sunshine, that Yeah, kid, that's man. it. Yeah, that toe-headed like kid, Bear. Yeah, but I would expect nothing less from that pair, from Joey well, and Lauren. I mean, they're... yeah. You know, it's funny because I, I see a lot of, um, in their relationship, a lot of similarities between Virginia and I. Mm. You know, Virginia was a psychology major, Lawrence yeah. a psychology major. And Joey Joey really, not to go, not to get into this too much, but Joey really tried it all out as as far as partners, I feel like. You know, he, 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 he kind of like... He had to kind of figure out what he wanted and what was good for him in a partner. Well, you know what it is, though, too? And it's funny because I've always said this. The guy doesn't pick the woman. The woman picks the guy. Yeah, but there's still trial and error involved. Well, yeah, there's no doubt about it. There's no... And some people get lucky early, but... Well, yeah, it's all thing. I mean, guys, we um, inherently are lazy anyways. You know what I mean? We just... Hey, we... Status quo, man. We're happy. You know what I mean? We... I mean, hey, we we, we strive to do better, Mm -hmm. but, you know... And women pick the guys. And I remember when Lauren said this about Joey. And, you know, like I, I, it's funny. And, you, you know, like I said, a lot of similarities, Joey and me. Yeah, yeah. And um, Lauren says, I remember Lauren saying this. She says, you know, I I was going out with this guy for four years. I didn't even like him the last two. But and I can make that work. I know I can make this work with Joe. Hell yeah. And, you know, I mean, she's yeah. great. And, you know, yeah, sure and, you know Joey, you know, it's funny, too. And I got to say this. And it, I don't want it to sound sexist, but I've, Virginia and I have always said this. It's always, it can't be a 50-50. Right. You know what I mean? Relationships have to be, there's always going to be a dominant person. Sure. And yeah. it, and like I said, and I said, the thing is, and I've always said this, and I'm not a big, you know, philosophical person, you know, mm-hmm. well, educated-wise, maybe I am philosophical, but it's got to be 51-49. Sure. And I said, because... If I don't have that extra 1%, then I lose my identity as a man. And I know, once again, it is... I grew up in the 60s and 70s, so, I mean, that's the way, that's the way it was. Well, I think, but, uh, but, yeah, sorry, go ahead. But the only time I ever exercised it, mm-hmm. 
And I'm not kidding you. And I, I remember saying it was the day we bought the day before we bought the house. There were two days before we bought the house. There was something there was a proviso that the real estate agent threw in. Oh, I told you about it. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. And I said to Virginia, she wanted to walk away from it, and I just said no. I said, this is, I'm pulling my 1% now. I'm <laughs> pulling my 1%. And I don't think I've ever done it again. I mean, yeah. but, you know, it was just like, you know, it happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like yeah. it, it worked out. But Well, that's funny because if you really think about what you just said, then that f- that 5149 kind of isn't even really true. It's just an agreement you guys have made philosophically. You well, we made I mean? it, like, yeah. So you know, It's an agreement you guys made. But realistically, if it never comes into action other than that one time, it's not. Oh, yeah. it's, it, kind of, it really is 50 well, you know, 50. In practice, it's 50 50. But, like. No, you know, in all honesty, and you, you, I, I'm sure you see this too. You're, there are certain, once again, the guys, I don't give a shit attitude. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not that important to me. You know yeah. what I mean? And that, and women get yeah. their way. I mean, and it's funny, it's like the Billy Joel song, you know, she doesn't change her mind. I mean, she doesn't give in. She changes her mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the topic of countless sitcom songs, stuff like that. The right. whole, you know, that whole Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, you know, women, you know, it's like you talk to any real estate agent. A real estate agent never sold a house to a man, to a husband. Yeah. Always sold it to the wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the whole thing. And it's... Yeah. But... So, yeah. so I want to go back a little bit to uh, the painting thing a little bit and talk about that a little bit. So, um, you... You said that you you got into it because you were you're pretty good at it, and it was like straightforward work and stuff like that. What is there anything specific that kind of has kind of kept you in it? Like, what, what would you say that you like really enjoy about it? You know, why do you feel like it's really the thing for you? Because you've had obviously you've had plenty of opportunities to early on or even now to you know to try other things. What do you think keeps you? I'm good at it. You're good at it. You know, it's it's. I got to tell you, like I said, in high school, you know, I mean... And I agree with you, by the way. I think you are good at it. Oh, I am truthfully, like I said, I mean, maybe not now, but I felt back when I was in my 30s, my my 20s and 30s, Yeah. I I really felt that there really wasn't too many painters in the state of Connecticut that were better than me. I mean, you know, it's... Which sounds like a silly thing, because to a lot of people, painting is aesthetic, but I know I don't have to tell you this, but obviously it's a maintenance and protective thing too, probably, you know, just as equally as being an aesthetic thing. And knowing the nuances of that idea, I what, think, in my opinion, would make a good painter. Which, do you, yeah, what you said is correct. I mean, painting, the number one reason why we paint is for, the number one reason should be for protection. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the whole thing. You want to protect the wood, you want to take care of it. Um, like I said, to me, it was a way of getting a it, I had to support myself. And, yeah. I mean, we all have to support ourselves. We all, listen, everything we do in life, mm-hmm. we do it for two reasons. At bottom line, financial mm-hmm. or emotion. Yeah. That's why we do everything. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is that I found I was able to do this financially and I was I was good at it. And if I'm going to do something, I'm good at it. I mean, obviously, the radio thing, you know this. I don't look out my right eye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've been doing this my entire life with one eye. Yeah. And I'm yeah. pretty, and you know what I mean? I can cut a really straight line. You know, I laugh. There are seven, almost seven billion people on earth. Mm-hmm. And in 1994, I can honestly say I was the only person on earth that did Frank Sinatra's hotel room up at Foxwoods. Wow. And Phil Donahue's house in the same week, the company I worked for. I mean, that's the type of job. Yeah. Either I ran yeah. big jobs or I did friggin' very high, high end celebrities homes i mean well for connecticut you know yeah, what i yeah. mean 
and I was good at it. Mm -hmm. And I was able to, and the bottom line is, once again, emotional or financial, I made money for my boss. I made money for these people. That's the whole thing. I mean, they would send me on these jobs. Um, I was a schmoozer. Mm -hmm. Um... I never thought anything of sending my painters on. I'm going to tell you, I mean, you know, 20, 25 years later, I, I used to send painters off my job site to go paint project managers' houses. I mean, we would do, I mean, I would be doing two, three, four million dollar paint jobs. Wow. You know what I mean? These, wow. And this is in the 90s. Wow. You know what I mean? That's, you know, yeah, that's I serious work. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, and I became good at it. Yeah. My boss and I had a disagreement, a couple, a couple disagreements, and, mm-hmm. um, I got laid off. Yeah. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Hindsight, I wish I had done things differently, you sure. know. But um, I found out I, I could make money for somebody else. I might as well make it for me. And mm-hmm. I did okay. I've done okay. I, I, yeah. I really can't complain about it. Um, You've given me work plenty of times. Well, the whole the thing days. is, I, if, I, if I push a little bit further, like your Uncle John, mm-hmm. he's done great, God bless him. I mean, yeah. you know, he's for the stuff he's been through, and, yeah. he, and he's really worked out his life, God bless him. And he's turned it around. Now he's, you know, he's got employees and everything like that. I never wanted that responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, I in hindsight, I, it's easy for me to, when you look back. Geez, 57 years old, I can't climb like I used to. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. And things come up and like jobs I have to walk away from. Sure. Because, sure. once again, I, you know what it is? A man has to, a person has to know their limitations. Yeah. And that's it. But um, in painting... I've done some great jobs. I've done good good work at it, and mm-hmm. um, it's been fun. You know what I mean? It's it's. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. I mean, a lot of people... Somebody said this to me many, many years ago, and he said he never... I said, what do you do for a living? He says, I don't... I mean, what do you do for work? He says, I don't work at all. I said, what do you mean? Independently wealthy? <laughs> he says, no, but if you enjoy it, yeah, it's not work. You don't think about it the same way, yeah. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And, you know, it's... I, I've been fortunate, like I said. You know what I mean? It's... Yeah. I, I've been, you know, like I said, I, I in my career as a painter, mm-hmm. um, I played the pal, you know, to use the term, I played the pal. Right, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yep. I don't have to do that anymore. You know yeah, what I mean? It's I like I, I, um, I did these big jobs, and, you know, it's, I mean, you know, when I, when I did the casino, I had like 20 paper hangers underneath. I mean, I've hung wall covering. I've done, I did furniture refinishing. I really, um, I've done a lot of different aspects in the mm-hmm. trade. You know what I mean? Yeah. And being a, a foreman out of these jobs, you know, you'd have guys that came in that were much better at spraying mm-hmm. or, you know, doing um, wall covering or doing um, these products. They call them liquid vinyl, like a Zolotone or, you know, um, Polymix, whatever. This is those, like, seamless vinyl wall coverings. You know what I mean? Okay. And it was a, it was a different thing, you know. So I can just say, well, geez, I'm going to try this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. this looks like fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me yeah. give it a shot. And, you know, and I I could pick up on it, or, or I didn't. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, it's it's funny. A number of years ago with the Lions Club, I never drove a quad, and there was a quad on the field. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was chairman of the fair. Yeah. And it's like, I got this chair. I want to try it. Let me try the quad. So, you know, and, you know, okay, I'll let the clutch out and everything like that. I drove yeah. it maybe four feet. I got off. The guy says, what are you doing? I says, I'm, done. I'm just done. I drove. Yeah. Like milking a cow yeah. when I was running the animal tent. I never milked a cow. <laughs> Let me go over. Milk the cow, yeah. you know, pulled down two or three times on the teeth, and I said, "That's it, I'm done." Now you've milked the cow. I've milked the cow. Yep. I mean, what more? Check it off. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, my aspect of um, I've talked about being a husband. Yeah, like it's probably the best thing that 
it's it's I've lucked out. I lucked out with your aunt. She's yeah. um we've made a great family together. My um I belong to my local Lions Club mm-hmm. and to me that's probably the best thing I've ever done for me. Because I get a lot of satisfaction out of um helping people. You know what I mean? It's, so it's, for so for people who don't know, what is the Lions Club? Lions Club International is the biggest service organization in the world. We're over we're close to two million people strong worldwide. Mm-hmm. What Lions Club started, started with Melvin Jones okay. back in Chicago area in 1917. We just celebrated our 100th, anniversary, our 100th year as a club. Wow. It's to help out people. Basically, that's it. It was just, you know, you start and you start on the local level. And mm-hmm. then you just slowly move your way up. Um, our first convention, international convention, um, Helen Keller spoke with. Wow. And, well, as she could speak. Right, right, right. And um, she... Um, she championed the Lions to eradicate blindness. That's our main goal: is to eradicate blindness, like the exchange oh, right. clubs. Yeah, yeah, is okay. To, you know, for child the prevention of child abuse. Yep. Um, you know, and we all get these things. But Lions clubs are local. They start in the local area. Mm-hmm. If you added all the money that Lions clubs give away annually throughout the whole world, nobody comes close. Wow, nobody comes. I close. didn't know that. Yeah, because the thing is, I mean, like my little club in town, we do over we do close to thirty thousand. And most towns have a chapter. Every, yes, there are hundreds and thousands of clubs. Like I yeah. said, two and a half, two two million people, two and a half million people strong. We run our charitable arm is Lions Club International Foundation. Mm-hmm. They run the only one who runs on less of an administration cost. From last I heard, was Save the Children. Wow, we run on less than seven percent administration cost because we're all wow. volunteers, That's which awesome. is great. Yeah, um, as a matter of fact, from what I understand, when the UN UN every year has what they call the um, Lions Day, mm-hmm. Lions the UN actually based their charter on Lions Club's charter. Wow. Yeah, yeah huh. I mean you know it's we're it, it was our our Lions is a, they say it's an anachronism mm-hmm. for. Loyal in our nation's loyal in our nation's service, it became over in our neighbor's service. Okay, and that's what it's about. You know yeah. what I mean? And it makes um, it feel a little more. Well, but the thing is, too, community. it's international now. Right, you know, right, we have right. clubs in China, everywhere, wow. Africa, everything like that. One wow. of the one of the first things I remember when I became a member back in '94, mm-hmm. all the clubs in the United States all got together. They all put a hundred dollars down. What happened was. There was an Af- a village in Africa, and water was at, was like five miles away. It was mm-hmm. such a premium. Little things where the babies were being born, just to wash out their eyes and clean their eyes with clean water. They were going blind. You know, twenty five percent they were going blind by the time they were, um, you know, two years old. Wow. And every club we gave a hundred bucks, just something like that. Yeah. And they were able to bring in irrigate water, bring in clean water from um, five miles away. Wow. And, that, when, and that's and that's something. And that's that, what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's. The perspective on how amazing that is is kind of hard to even grasp, yeah. given you know the living in this country. With when you see a disaster like you know we had the hurricane relief, all that stuff like that. Obviously, the Red Cross is the first one in there. They yeah. are amazing. We're a bunch of hackers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We're painters, lawyers, accountants. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, whatever have you? You know what I mean? You yeah, know, all, all businessmen, whatever. Life, yeah. But when, like I said, the Red Cross is always the first one in there. Mm-hmm. We're the first with the check. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's because that's where we raise money and it and, trickles and up. And I mean, for um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't, that that it's not a lot like covered by the the media, the lions and what lions. Do. No, no, we just. You know, it's, it's funny kind of behind the scenes, kind of. Yeah, it is. It is, and I mean, and it's not that we. 
Because everybody knows the Red Cross. Well, yeah, I mean, because they're out there. Yeah, that's the whole thing. But Lions is like ubiquitous. Yeah, it's faceless. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 but it's everywhere. Yeah, you know, and there's like you said, there's people in all walks of life that are involved in it, and so so every you know everywhere you go, there's a chance you might be near you know, but. But you're involved in all these, you know, disaster relief and helping with, you know, all kinds of... I think all service organizations are like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, I don't think we get the press... You know what it is? It's... People would rather cover the um, the disaster than the yeah. um, the relief of it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's... You know what I mean? Or, you know, like the helping out. It... It's kind of weird, you know what I mean? Like you want to, you want the train wreck, you don't care how the train that the train right, was running right. correctly, you know what I mean? But, e- but even so, you know the, the 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 Red Cross gets all kinds of publicity, you know well, what I mean? Well, you know what I mean. That's it. They're out there. I mean, but because they're out there when it's happening, right? Yeah, um, I guess that's true. They they're more of a boots on the ground like kind of, you know. Well, you see, it's funny too because it's that it's uh, was that saying? Um, if you tell more than three people you do something, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I love talking about it because I, I, I think it should be out there. I mean, we um, we don't care, you know, stuff happens and, you know, like we help people out, whether it's eyeglasses, hearing aids, sure. you know what I mean, like yeah. scholarships. Um, every t- And it's all like this. And it's not just the Wolcott Lions, it's the, which I belong to. It's the Waterbury Lions, the, um, mm-hmm. the state level. As a matter of fact, right now there's, they're voting on um, one, a guy I happen to know. I hope he wins. Um, they're voting on an international director. There's only 27 international directors at one time in the in the world, wow. and he's um, he's up for that. And God bless him. And hope he does well, Mark. He's uh, Mark Lyon. He's as a matter of fact, his life is Lyon. Oh, well, he's yeah. Well, he'd like be a then. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say shoo-in, yeah. but I mean, you know, you know what it is too. It's you, you you do something and you could check your ego at the door. Mm. It's like yeah. you know it's. You know, you, you, that's the idea is just to get this done. Like, tomorrow is our big pancake breakfast we do mm-hmm. for our scholarships that, you know, we give out every oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but, um, you know, it's it's very time-consuming. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm it's, sure it's stuff like that is. Yeah, it's um, it's daunting at times. But, yeah. You know, but that's that's what I do. Yeah, I mean, there's no shortage of things to help out with as a as a. We well, you know so, too, and I feel that people, I mean, I, I, I don't want to... I don't want to sound cynical, but people have come to the realization that someone will do for you, and it's that's not that's not the yeah. way I think humans humans should be. I mean, you know, you have you know second, third generation people are on welfare. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm it's not like, even sure how that's even allowed to happen. Like that's well, the, it happens. The, you know what I mean? It, it's, yeah. I mean, I I understand how it happens, but it's amazing that so much time has gone by and there's no check for that. You know, there's nothing to prevent that. Like, I was just saying to somebody the other day, like, what if, think about just how our society would be different if the only thing food stamps and welfare, the only food food stamps and welfare could pay for is fresh fruits and vegetables. And I haven't thought too deep into this, so that might be a stupid thing to say, but I think that that would have some, some interesting impacts on kind of, well, interesting kind of ripple effect on the whole you know, kind of what happens with people on welfare and like, cause, cause all, cause if they did, cause I, I, I think only a couple things, I, there'd be a couple outcomes. I think there'd be people who would say, okay, well, if that's my only option, I guess I'm going to take it. And then they, therefore they would most likely end up at least a little bit healthier. And if you're a healthier body means a healthier mind and therefore your decision-making is better and stuff like that. A lot of children would benefit from stuff like that. And I'm not, 
to be clear, I'm not like advocating like any sort of like vegetarian, vegan diet or anything. I'm just saying that if instead of the free money that's available for people who quote unquote need it, instead of it allowing them to buy trash food, which it totally does, if it al- if it only allowed them to buy healthy food, that I think that would have some some interesting impacts because then there there also be some people who'd be like, okay, well that you know, I'm going to have to figure something out then because I don't want that. You know what I mean? You know what it is? It's, uh, that, I, I, a couple months, a couple years ago, they were talking about using um, debit, the DB, uh, the DPT, or whatever. DBT? DBT yeah. card at fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. What are you, out of your freaking yeah. mind? Bad idea. You know it's what I mean? They, these are people that, I mean, not for anything, these are lawyers and educated people in Congress that yeah. are making these decisions. Of course, the fast food restaurants are, are all in. Well, yeah, of course they are. I mean, you know, they have to make their money. They have to pay. Well, yeah, but that's the thing is it seems like such an obvious thing to um, to the idea that a healthier population means that it would be better for everyone. This is the thing. And I got to say this. And we, we, first of all, like I said, we're approaching 7 billion people on earth. I know. Okay. And healthy. No, we're approaching 8 billion. Is it eight? It's seven point eight right now. I think. No, it can't be that much. I, I thought it was I think, just, I think it's just over, over six. We'll have to see. We'll have to Google it later. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, yeah. But a hundred years ago, if you lived to if at fifty seven, mm-hmm. I'm an old man. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I read an article. Or was watching something. They, some actuary said that in 2015 there was a person that was born. That could live to will live to 150 years old. Yeah, the first person to live to 150 years old is probably alive right now. Yeah, yeah. And the whole thing is, we're that's the thing. The idea is, it, it not so much to be healthy. We're going to be healthy mm-hmm. if you're alive. You're healthy. I yeah, mean, you could be you could be healthier. Yeah. The, the, the bottom line is, you want to live. You want to. This is the whole thing. What do I want to see before I die? I'd like to see tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you could ask for, and that's the thing. That's all you could ask for, but one might argue that, you know, the asterisk on that is that you have to have a certain baseline of health to even have that thought, to even be able to appreciate the idea of seeing tomorrow and even remotely enjoying it. Well, the whole thing is, I tell you, it, it's, this life is not worth living unless you're having fun. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And you don't have to have fun because you have to screw people over. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, that's... Yeah. The, y- y- you want to be happy. Mm-hmm. You want to be happy. Like I said, in, in your health, it's important because once again, like the old adage, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Yeah. But the thing is, it's to live it. You know what I mean? I, you know, I, that's, that's the thing. I don't know the meaning of life, but mm-hmm. I know the secret of it is, and that is to live it. Yeah. And you live your life and you live it the best way you can. You mm-hmm. live it, you, you, you live a life that's, you know, Ten Commandments, growing up Catholic. Yeah. Not Ten Commandments, there's two commandments. Love God, don't hurt people. Yeah. Everything else falls into place. What do I care if some John um, Doe is having an affair with some? That's not my business. Yeah. yeah. So long as it doesn't affect me. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it, Live and let live. Yeah, right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, you know, you want to make me... You, you, I live the life I live. I mean, I don't have to answer. I answer to myself. Mm-hmm. Once again, you have to answer yourself every day in the mirror. And, yeah. you know, when these, I don't know, criminals and, you know, in this country now everybody's... I worked with a. I did a job for a gentleman a couple of years, um, just this past year, and he mentioned to me about my president. And he was African American guy, great guy. I'm not that, but you know, your president. I says, well, Donald Trump's my president. He's your. Last time I heard, 
Yeah. Your, your house right? is here in the United yeah. States, so he's your president, too. And he's like, well, you know, I didn't vote. Well, I didn't vote for Barack Obama, but he was my president. Yeah. I didn't vote for the Clintons, but he was my president. The last thing I want to do is see these people do ba- do poorly. Oh, yeah. You that, know what I mean? Yeah. That, well, that's, yeah. I mean, a, another rabbit hole I don't want to go too far down right now. But that that's one thing I don't quite understand is that it's like, okay, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't intend for, regardless of the specifics, you maybe didn't intend for the outcome that you're dealing with right now. But you still like what? What do you have to gain by hoping for bad things? That okay. doesn't make any sense. You want you you want thing the outturn turn out to be good. D- uh, you know, um, Dave Chappelle re- famously said uh, after Trump was elected, he was like, "Let's give the guy a chance." Absolutely. Well, you know, a lot of us are not happy with this outcome, but let's. I want we want him to succeed. You know what it is? This is the thing, and this is what we have to remember about this past election. First of all, shame on us because we couldn't find two better people to run. Really? Okay? And number two, last, less than half the eligible voters took part in this election. That's crazy. And that's shameful. It was the first time I voted. I've never missed an election. As a matter of fact, I was in Aruba. I, I was in Aruba. I abs- we abs- a bunch of us. We all, I made sure we all got to do our absentee ballots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yep. the whole thing. I mean, it was... Um, I, you know, it's funny. It just, I mean, I, I, to me, it was like he's a lesser of two evils. I, I just, um, you know what it is? I read Clarence Thomas's book, my, uh, my grandfather's son. His grandfather raised him and everything like that. And, but, you know, in Clarence Thomas, obviously, Supreme Court Justice. Mm-hmm. And he said, remember one thing, whenever you, and when Clarence Thomas first got involved in, um, not really politics, but before you vote on anything, figure out a way to pay for it. And that's the whole thing. I mean, you know, I, and I read this article about a year ago, not maybe eight months ago. And the problem is, in our country, we have human rights mm-hmm. and we have civil rights. Mm-hmm. Everybody deserves human rights. Yep. Civil rights are only for citizens. Hmm. And, you know, I mean, we're just so concerned, I mean, about medical and, you know, you're going to have a better medical group than, you know, you, you know what it is? You want to resolve the whole health care issue? I've been saying this since I was 18 mm-hmm. years old. Everybody in Congress gets the same health care that everybody else in the United States gets. You'll, they'll, they'll resolve it quick. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, the I, tough I, thing is people people like you and I um, will sit around and talk about stuff like that. But we can – the thing that frustrates me is that, like, you'll say to some people, like, oh, well, things shouldn't – shouldn't be this way and they're like well what's your solution that's not my job i'm not the kind of person i'm not qualified to tell you the solution i just it's clear to me that it's not working and like it based on my worldview, maybe this could work i don't know but like i we were watching 60 minutes the other day uh, a couple weeks ago and it was about this thing with um solitary confinement yeah okay now these people these these prisoners have been put in jail because they've been convicted of crimes Mm -hmm. now these areas that they've been going to in these other, you know, solitary confinement is because they couldn't live in a confined environment and they were still committing crimes. Right. So they had to do this. And one guy, I mean, God bless him, he was in, he was in solitary for freaking 14 years. Oof. You know what I mean? 23 hours, no human contact. You know what I mean? With, with the exception of, you know, a half hour a day. But you know something? You're the dregs of society. You're in prison for a reason mm-hmm. and you can't even live with the rules that are, that are proposed upon you in prison. Yeah. 
You get what you deserve. I can't be worried about this. You know, I mean, you you get these guys that go in prison. I mean, you can't sleep more than two people in a six by eight cell, but in less than half that space on our nuclear submarines, you sleep friggin' seven guys around or nine guys around the clock. Hmm. And it's a volunteer navy. What what's wrong with this picture? You know what I mean? I really thought about it's, that. You know, it's I mean. Oh, the prisoners have rights. You know, take a, they got better medical than we do. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not, you know, there's a lot of problems with this country, and it's like, well, because they're wards of the state, we have to take care of them. No, you don't. I think, you know what it is? I, we th- could change the laws. We could change the things. I mean, yeah, I think, the, I think the thing is, you know, there's a lot of, um, it's just a, it's a very tightly woven web with a lot of things. If you start pulling at any of these, th- and I'm not, and I'm not defending people who don't want to change stuff, but I, it's 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 going to be a lot of work to fix a lot of things, and people don't, people don't want to do the work. They Anything do worth work. having is worth working for. Yeah, this is well, just like we're this, talking about happiness and health are a practice. They they take work, and that works on every that that is true on every scale. To fix the stuff that we're talking about, you know. Well, this is the whole thing. When Thomas Jefferson and his cronies, they wrote this declaration, not Declaration of Independence, but the Bill of Rights, you know what I mean, the Constitution. And they said, the nice thing about this is we can change this later on. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're so concerned now in society where, you know, they you, you want nobody can carry guns. I mean, the only one that that's affecting are the law-abiding citizens. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You got people using, like last this past week, using friggin' rented vehicles from Home Depot. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, where does this end? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, this, this guy in Las Vegas, Sandy Hook there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What pissed everybody off, else off is because this guy, they both offed themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they were killed and they yeah, had no as way. It, as if it, well, yeah, I mean, even as if it would help anything. Well, it doesn't matter. Hear, Congress sets up these... from them or like... Why did they do it? We don't care. Why... It, what, it, 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 move on. Mm-hmm. Move on. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like... I, 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 oh, we're down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, well, um, that's, that's part of me. You yeah, know no, I mean? of course. That's, of course. Well, I think you're kind of like me in that um, it happens in your mind very quick that if you talk about any small thing, what my brain does is I'll just zoom out very quickly and I'll see that small thing as a metaphor. You know what I mean? Like I, my, my brain works in, in like it understands how things are all connected. So it's my, my mind will do that too, where I'll jump, I'll zoom out and out and out and out and out. So we'll be talking about some little thing and the conversation very quickly leads to Society and the, the world, and you well, know, we only have that. We only have so much time in that platform to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, know, you think about you think you know where though, Jake? Man, you think about how old the world is, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, like they're talking. They found this other universe or whatever it was, but you know, like it, it exploded. You know what I mean? And this yeah. is the beginning of it, but it was so far away. It took friggin' um, I don't know, well, um, forty million years to come here because of the light, whatever. The and you think stuff, about yeah. that's out there, man. It's like holy shit. And, I mean, we're worried about this little spot here. I'm, yeah. I'm going to, hey, listen, 57 years old, like I said, I keep mentioning that, but still, 57 years old, am I in the downside of life? I'm yeah. on the back end of it, but once again, it's, I'm not going to let it overwhelm me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the whole thing. I mean, hell, if, 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 the, if, if, the, if the Almighty came down and said, okay, we're going to make a deal with you right now, we'll give you 30 more years, you know, you got you, you sign up for it right now. I think I take it. Yeah. 87 years old? Sure. Absolutely. As long as I'm viable, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, 
And once again, you know, people talk about like Alzheimer's. You and I, we've talked about this with Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an insidious disease. People die, they die of starvation. And like I said this to you, I said, sure. I go into the woods and probably grab a rope, you know, probably take myself out in the woods, you know, hang yeah. myself. And you said, I'll never forget. Yeah, with your luck, Uncle Joe, though, you look and say, ooh, berries, and start eating them. Yeah. And, you know, but the thing is, it, we, 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 we have the compassion to put our animals to sleep, but it's like, if I got Alzheimer's and, you know, dementia and everything like that, whatever, and it's like, what do I care? I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going through. I mean, it's, it's, it's insidious to the family. It's terrible. I mean, we actually went, and Virginia and I, we talked about maybe cremation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, why not? Why should the kids make these have to make these decisions and everything like that? And, I, and Jack's like, I have a problem with that. I like the whole thing with the wake. I said, you know something? I'm dead. I don't care. Yeah, do Whatever you, you want. Yeah. And, you know, I, I thought about, Bobby, you know, do once again, I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. Prepare for it. No, you know something? I'm dead. I think you need to do it. You need to keep yourself busy. And that's mm-hmm. a good way of doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you could do all the planning and everything like that. Why not? Whatever. You know what I mean? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what music I would want, you know, at my funeral. That's about it. That's all I care about. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? You know, you know, someone do my eulogy and it's like, yeah. you know, it, the bottom line is if I could just say I touch somebody. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. You know, I remember Virginia and I went out to dinner one night down here in Woodbury. Went to the Olive Garden. One of my friends' son was there. And I was talking to him and everything like that. And we're BSing. And, you know, you know, laughing and joking and everything like that. And I remember this kid when he was younger, whatever. Virginia says to me, you know, you should have been like a guidance counselor. You should have been a teacher. You should have been a guidance counselor. I says, who says I'm not a teacher? Yeah. And that's the whole thing. I mean, it's up to us to teach all. You have an... Uh, you, it's not, I don't know if I could say requirement. It, it's, you have a, you have... The ultimate, it's up to you, it's up to me. Responsibility. Responsibility, yes. It's my responsibility to impede my wisdom, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Well, you don't have to agree with it, but to teach. Yeah. That's it. We have to te- make sure the kids don't do the same things over right. and over again. Right. You know what I mean? And like Jackie said to me one time, you know, well, Dad, you know, you had the right to make the mistakes. Why can't we? And I says, you know, you're right. I just don't want to see you do it. You know what yeah. I mean? That's yeah. the whole thing. Um, It's... It's it's you know I'll tell you something it's I I, I grew up in, in my lifetime a black man couldn't drink out of the same water fountain mm-hmm. you know what I mean I've seen stuff I mean you know I've seen people land on the moon I've seen the Mets win the World Series I mean these things were talked about impossible things you know what I mean and we've yeah. changed it's you know it, it it's it, politically we've changed so much for the better yeah. Um, I just think there's too many friggin' laws or too many ordinances and everything like that. But Agreed. I mean, some of the things, like I said, I've seen in my lifetime, I, I some of them I can't even believe half the crap that's going on. But, um, you know, it's, I mean, you know, people taking down, you know, it, it, the, the world, it, it's a great place. It, it, there's, there's just, you got those idiots. The, the, world, the world is a great place, and you're a person who's good at, Finding the good and keeping the good and showing other people how to also appreciate that good. I hope I can. I think you are. And I think that's a good point for us to wrap this up. We've done a little over an hour. An hour and one minute. This has been wonderful. And you know something? I, I, this has been wonderful. You know what? One thing I got to say. And, you know, sometimes you get me a little ticked off because, you I mean, you go on tangents and stuff sure. like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure I piss you off, too. But, I mean, this is it, this has been cool. I mean, I and yeah. I'm glad I was... 
like one of your first, so I'm happy with You're this. You're the first. Okay. I haven't so done we'll any yet. Yeah. Maybe, you know, someday maybe I'm, I'm not, I can't get involved in politics, though, because I can't talk. That's the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a t- it's a tough conversation to have with anyone, you know. Um, but like, like I said, you know, we, we have the kind of minds where it's, uh, the conversation can go there very quickly because it's part of life. Well, you know what it is, though, too? You have to be yeah. pragmatic in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to, you know, I, I hope I'm using the correct word, but it's like everything, basically everything's black and white. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like either it's either it right or, or wrong. Right or wrong, yeah. You know is. what it is? And Virginia said this to me. It's like in the word integrity. Mm-hmm. And you think about it, integrity. Either you have it or you don't. There's nothing in between. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, and, and that's the whole thing. And the, the thing is to heed your wisdom and to help people. Agreed. You know, it's... Agreed. It's cool. But yeah. Right, excellent, Jake. Thank you for doing this. Thank no you problem. so much. All right. I won't even shake your hand. I'll send out... Shut it off. We'll send out Virginia down. All right. I can go take my nap.